Hello, welcome back to the Nassim Taleb and Soto podcast. I hope you are all well. I'm going to attempt to explain ergodicity without the mathematical jargon today. Uh, this is this is something where perhaps I'm reaching well beyond my grasp um, in an attempt to explain ergodicity simply. But ergodicity is a concept that leads throughout the inserto as being one that Nassim Taleb values extremely highly. But before I get into it, I just want to push you all towards the flagship podcast, which is a curious worldview. So um, jump over there and have a look, subscribe to it. If I'm going to assume that we have more in common than just the inserto and Nassim Taleb. With the Curious Worldview podcast, I'm trying to corner the podcasting market for eclectic curiosities in whatever country it is you're listening in from. And therefore, the sort of guests that I have on are ranging from Michael Smith, a Chinese foreign correspondent for the Australian Financial Review, who was expelled from China. Um, Jim Henry, a man who documented the development crisis in the developing world in the 80s and 90s and the type of capital flight there. To my friend Arnett, who served uh, three who served three tours in Afghanistan with the Swedish military, all the way to James Dowling, looking at Carl Jung. Look, there are a lot of different things that are being touched upon there, but let's just assume that we have more in common than we do not. And I hope you would subscribe to that podcast, have a look at it and um, leave a review and, and hopefully get something out of it. In addition, it would be nice to leave a subscription and review for this one as well. But forgive me, sorry, I know that it drags on when people are plugging their own stuff. So let's look at ergodicity. In the most basic terms I can manage, an ergodic scenario whose phenomenon extracted would then be explained as ergodicity. Okay, so an ergodic scenario is when the average outcome of a group is the same as the average outcome of an individual over time. So the average outcome of a group of 100 people would be the same as the average outcome of one individual who is replicated again and again over time to equal the size of the overall group. So that's a mouthful. It's weird to be um, explained through audio, but let's take the most baseline example to explain. And hopefully through this example, it will become more clear. Take, for example, the tossing of a fair coin. And I write fair in italics because as Fat Tony rightly points out in the inserto, that if you're playing games of dice or or tossings of coins, and the outcomes are not so average over time, then the coins got to be loaded. So I just say the tossing of a fair coin, we know that there is precision, it is a precisely a 50-50 chance. Okay, so the example, if 100 people toss a coin once, or if one person tosses a coin 100 times, probabilistically, you will have the same set of results. Over time, the single actor will turn in similar results to a randomly distributed set of 100 coin tosses. This is because there is no skill or advantage that can be leveraged by one individual tossing a coin. We are all even when it comes to the tossing of a coin. Therefore, it is a fair 50-50 chance, and that is an ergodic scenario. The rule is a reality of the narrow confines of coin tossing 50-50 chance outcomes. Had the individual over time had results that differed significantly from the randomly distributed set of other coin tosses, then in fact, the system would be non-ergotic. But as I said with tossing of a fair coin, since we know the 50-50 toss can't be gamed, if the results differed, we would assert confidently that the coin was in fact loaded and we were being taken out for lunch.
And a big takeaway that I think Nassim really wants to hammer home is that finding non-ergodicity in what are otherwise supposedly ergodic systems will typically nudge in the direction of a steaming pile of BS. And this is his entire charge towards financial markets who claim to be ergodic when they are in fact not. And I will attempt to explain why and what that means. So the key to a simplified explanation of ergodicity that doesn't rely on the stochastic process, hyperbolic manifold and statistical physics is understanding that systems containing defined variables are typically ergodic while systems without, which is most of human life because there's not, there aren't defined variables to an existence, are non-ergodic. This echoes a little bit of the ludic fallacy, which we've covered before, which is obviously an attempt to understand real life phenomena via explanations of statistical games. The key difference is in statistical games, the variables are well-known and defined. Whereas in life, we very rarely have, uh, we re- very rarely have confidence over understanding all of the variables at play. And Nassim makes the point, which is fantastic to hammer home the ludic fallacy that a casino is in fact the least random place on earth. Because although they are all games of chance, we know the chance. We know all the all of the differing variables that will influence the ultimate outcome. So ergodic systems are best measured in those systems absent the variable of human behavior. And that is because when human behavior gets involved, we no longer understand all the differing variables. So for example, within the seemingly random pattern of smoke filling a room, ergodicity can be found, or how heat is distributed across a plate of metal, ergodicity can be found. These are complex building blocks of explaining ergodicity. But as soon as the human variable is entered, the chance of ruin, collapse, complete failure, death, or what Nassim calls the absorbing barrier arrives. Systems that otherwise might seem ergodic in this case, financial markets, can turn out to be, in fact, non-ergodic. Path dependency matters. Measure an individual's trajectory over time. Should one meet the absorbing barrier, they are removed from the game. So does that make sense? The conclusion that financial markets are ergodic assumes that an individual's trajectory over time is going to ultimately reflect in the larger group's outcome. However, it doesn't take into account the absorbing barrier. It doesn't take into the into account the fact that people blow up. And a person who made $80 million in their financial career can in one day lose more money, not more money, more money than even that that they ever made. They could lose more money than everyone before them had ever made as well. It's within the realm of possibility, which is just to say there is a giant absorbing barrier which ruins the ergodic theory of financial markets. So I hope you got something out of that. I'm not a physicist. I'm not a mathematician. I'm not a statistician or any of the technical issues that one might have ascribed to them as a measure of authority, but I am keen on the insert and fascinated by the works and the lessons of our boy Nassim Taleb. So there we go. Tell me if I reached well beyond my grasp there, but that was an attempt at explaining ergodicity. An audio podcast is not going to do it justice. You need to go on the internet and have a look further with some visual stimuli as well. If I got anything wrong or if there's anything you'd like to improve, contact me. My email is on the website. The website is in the podcast description. Finally, before I leave you, pump that good juice into the algorithm. Reviews. You're a legend. Cheers. Ciao. Take it easy.